Okay, the letter that we're looking at today is on page Reish Yud. It is from Chafir of Tavshin Lamed Gimel, and I don't want to look at it first. As a matter of fact, I want to look at it last. So I'm just keeping it on the screen because what else are you going to look at while I talk? But uh, I want to actually get to this letter at the very end of a discussion. The letter itself discusses diets. You can see that word over there, Benegela vidiet. Um, that word is diet. Um, so because of that, I wanted to do a little discussion of apialacha, apichsidis, apiashkafa, uh, whether there are diets that are suggested, not suggested. In order to do that, I thought the easiest lens to cast over the whole thing would be the most common diet, which is the vegetarian diet. So by way of introduction, um, it doesn't seem that there's any halachic problem with vegetarianism. Now, that may surprise you because you can probably think of a couple things, a couple halachic reasons why you might have a problem with being a vegetarian. But if you look in Cholin 11b, you'll find that it says there in the Gemara that the only time there's a chiyav daraisa to eat meat, the only time there's a Torah obligation to eat meat, is by the carbon Pesach and the carbon Shlomim. So that gives us two carbonus, neither of which we have right now, where you'd be obligated to eat meat. Other times, it doesn't seem that there's any chiyav daraisa. Uh, in Psachim 49b, you might be familiar with the din that Amaretz is also to eat meat. That, I'm not saying you're Amaretzim, I'm just saying that uh, a person who's not a Tamil Chacham might not be allowed to eat meat in the first place. Amaretz also lechel basar. It says there, Kola isik patera mutter lechel basar behema ve'ef, a chol she'ena isik patera. Also lechel basar behema ve'ef, somebody who doesn't learn Torah simply isn't allowed to eat meat in the first place. I have other Gemaras, I brought a bunch of them. This is basically an Ainyakim shit that's been turned into the Yigurish shit by mistake. In Achulan 84a, there's a whole series of things they say about meat. None of them are terribly positive. None of them are encouraging us to go down the street and have a burger for lunch. You have a you have a matamalemishiyatud lamda tera derecheretz that the Torah teaches us derecheretz leyecholadam baser elabas mana that a person can only eat meat when they've prepared properly. We have never eat meat out of hunger. You have to first uh, satisfy whatever hunger you have with bread. You shouldn't eat meat when you're hungry. Only when you're only when you're already mostly full. Uh, there's another Gemara that says that you should only meet when you're financially stable. If you don't have so much money, you shouldn't spend it on meat. As far as Le'alacha, though, that's Gemara's. Le'alacha, we have in Yeredea 341.1 by an Einan. An Einan is someone whose parent has, or close relative has just died and they haven't buried them yet. They're not allowed to eat meat. And then it says in Shulchan Aruch that on Shabbos they can. The Ramah there says, very important words that become sort of our source, Le'alacha, for the lack of obligation to eat meat. The Shulchan Aruch says, of Shabbos, Yemtem Echabasim Shesiyayim. Then on Shabbos and Yom Tov, you can eat the basar and drink, not you. Somebody who is an Einan can eat basar and they can drink wine. And then the Rama adds, Imirtze, if they want. They can eat they can eat meat on Shabbos if they want, strongly implying that they don't need to eat meat if they don't want. Though it doesn't sound like you need to eat meat on Shabbos. When it comes to Yom Tov, you have an Arachayim 529, that on Yom Tov dinner, your Chiyav is to make a Suda with two loaves of bread, and to have wine, but it doesn't look like there's any obligation to have meat. That's not mentioned in Shulchan Aruch. The Magen of Ram does say mitzvah, but he doesn't say chiv. And that probably comes from the Gemara Mesachas Psachim 109, which says that when there was a base of Mikdash, the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtiv was meat, but now that we don't have a base of Mikdash anymore, the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtiv is wine. Rambam disagrees with this pointedly, but that doesn't seem like how it comes down to Allah. So if we're talking halakhically, when you meet a vegetarian and they say that they don't eat meat ever, um, the question of, well, what about what do you do on Shabbos? What do you do on Yom Tov? Isn't necessarily an applicable question. They don't have to eat meat on Shabbos and Yom Tov. At least that's not how we pass it. It doesn't seem to be a halachic problem with a person never eating a piece of meat ever. Um, there is a substantial hashkafic problem, though. And I think some of us are familiar with this from other places in Chassidus. But this is something I've never seen before. I want to show you this Yechidus that I'm very excited about. This is printed in the Haisafis in the back of the Sefer HaSichas from Tavshin Chof Gimel. And it's a it's a, uh, a Yechidus that the Rebbe had with Rav Shar Yashiv Cohen. He was a pretty famous guy. That's Rav Eliyahu Yosef Shar Yashiv Cohen. He was the Ashkenazi chief rabbi of Haifa uh, for 
many years, from 1975 till 2011. So he was there for a while. His father was known as the Nazir of Yerushalayim. You ever hear of the Nazir of Yerushalayim? Yeah, that was his father. So his father apparently tried to encourage him to be a Nazir too, and it didn't stick. But he took some of his father's habits, and one of them was that he became a vegetarian just like him, and just like his father's teacher, Rav Kook, probably the most famous rabbinic vegetarian ever, uh, Rav Kook. So uh, the Rebbe sees him in Yechidus, or they sees him there. They're in Yechidus. And uh, this conversation happens here. This person, who is uh, Rav Shari Yashuk Cohen, says, this Yechidus is on the screen, says to the Rebbe, that he's a vegetarian. The Rebbe says back to him, This is inappropriate according to Chassidus and Kabbalah. Note, he does not say Al Piyalacha. As we've already demonstrated, there's no problem with Piyalacha. But the Rebbe says to him, This is inappropriate Al Piyalacha and Al Piyalacha. Because birur is missed then. We each have a little part of the world that we're responsible for fixing, for elevating those sparks through doing Torah and mitzvahs with the physicality that's been given to us. And when a person says that there's certain foods that they're not going to eat out of hand, like meat, that means that's an area of the world that I was assigned to fix that I don't get to fix. There is a chicken out there that has my name on it, and I'm supposed to be elevating it. And if I decide I'm going to swear off chicken nuggets, that means that there will be no birur there. So that's what the Rebbe said to him. He's not mevarer those things when he decides not to eat them. So and now this is what Shai Yashem Kohen responds back to the Rebbe. He says that there's a stay chemed that says you're not allowed to make fun of vegetarians. That you're not allowed to say that they shouldn't be. He quotes a stay chemed at the Rebbe. The Rebbe says back, He stood in his place, they brought him a stay chemed. I believe. The Rebbe said, this is only for Yechidah Segula, this is only for very special people, that generally speaking, we should be Mahaligam Simchenim. That's the implication. That generally speaking, you should knock, knock vegetarians off their high horse. It's just there's a couple Yechidah Segula we don't bother. So maybe Rav Kook is a Yechidah Segula. But uh, the implication was that this individual, Rav Shai Yashav Cohen, was not, and that he should be eating meat. That's the way the Rebbe addressed him. Addressed him. Afterwards, the Rav Shari Yashim Cohen asked when the Rebbe would come to Eretz HaKedosh, Eretz Yisrael. Remember, he was the chief rabbi of Haifa. And the Rebbe said back to him, Because it's not dependent on me, so I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be coming because it's dependent on something besides him, which has nothing to do with our discussion, but it's just a cool line down there. And they also spoke about how he was going to assist with Kama Meistus. That's the Yechidus. So it does sound like we have such a strong hashtafic and, and Hasidic and Kabbalistic uh, opposition to the idea of cutting yourself off from meat and the potential beauter there, that there would be room to be malig, there'd be room to uh, to actively oppose a vegetarian, unless it was Yechidah Segula, despite what the Steh Hamid says in general. Um, I've never seen anything like that before. Now, going to our letter, though, we're going to kind of shift gears, because there's another direction here that Rebbe takes with our letter that's different than everything we've seen up until now. He doesn't talk about vegetarianism specifically, but he talks about fad diets, and the Rebbe's take is uh, is not the Rebbe doesn't seem very concerned about beer. Here, read this with me. Betim the Gila Kedai she's she's anim b'shedach. He says, given your age, it's time to start looking into a shedach. Benegela v'diet regarding the food and the diet. The Rebbe says we don't know what the diet was. Probably might have been vegetarianism. I have no idea. The Rebbe says in negea kolkach mashayichlim. It doesn't really matter what you eat, what you eat, what you don't eat, what you choose to cut off from you. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is that it's kosher. It needs to be kosher. So what matters once we've decided we're going to only eat kosher food, what really matters? What really matters is what is my intent when I'm eating? Am I trying to fulfill, am I trying to fill my desires or am I trying to fill my hunger alone? Am I trying to be healthy so that I can then do good deeds? And he says to take a look at Shulchan Aruch HaRachayim, Simen Reish Lamed Aleph. I have that up here on the screen. Um, do I? Yeah, Reish Lamed Aleph. There we go. 
I have this on the screen. It's a one sif long, this entire simon. And I confess to not having known that this was in Shulchan Aruch. I would have assumed this is this is sort of Siddish. I'm going to just, let me highlight the part I want you to see. Here we go. Highlighting the part to look at. There we go. Amru Chacham, this is in Shulchan Aruch. It's a din in Shulchan Aruch. Everything you do has to be for Hashem. Even optional things. Now, we know this from like Hayemim, right? Hayemim a few days ago said that Chassidim needed to work on the idea that things that are mutter to them are extra that they don't need to do. Apparently, this is a din in Shulchan Aruch. For example, eating and drinking. Walking and sitting. Standing up in Tashmish. Discussions and all needs for your body. They all need to be just for serving Hashem. Or for something that's going to cause you to be able to do Aved better. Even if you're thirsty or hungry, eating and drinking to benefit is not praiseworthy. Surprising to find this, I think. Surprising to find this in Shulchan Aruch A person's command should be that they need to eat and drink exactly what they need to live. In order to serve God. Said this is, I actually didn't mean to highlight this, but as long as we're here, even somebody who sits in the secrets of the upright, who stands in the place of Tzadik and follows the advice of the pure ones, of the simple ones. Even if somebody becomes a Tzadik just so that they can have Hana and fulfill his desire to be such a big Tzadik, it has to be the same Shemaim. So the Rebbe says, take a look over there and you'll see that the point of eating and drinking, what the most important thing to remember about eating and drinking is the din regarding eating and drinking, which is that a person who chows down uh, excitedly on their salad is in a much worse place than somebody who has the proper kavana while eating a piece of meat. So the diet doesn't matter so much as much as what you're thinking while you're doing the eating. The Rebbe goes on to say, the rest of the letter isn't necessarily on our topic, but we finish letters here generally. Normal life for every single Jew. Can only be via or or with the Shulchan Aruch. A Jew can only be a Jew properly if they're keeping Shulchan Aruch. Or a normal, a normal, normal, steady state of Shulchan Aruch. Somebody who detracts from that, subtracts from that, or changes it. It's like a fish that has jumped out of the ocean. has landed, has jumped out from the ocean or a river, and now his fish is on dry land. There will be a few minutes where that fish stays alive. And it's uh, trembling, it's moving around, and you might think it's alive because it's moving. But that's not a normal life. It's not a healthy life. There are people who jump out of the water and their lives seem fine, but that life is a life of pirchos. Those are death throws, not normal movements, and you might mistake one for the other if the untrained eye might not know the difference. So in conclusion, what we have here is that Al-Pi-Alach, it doesn't seem there's any problem with vegetarian diets. al it seems like there's a pretty big problem that the Rebbe discusses, and that would seem to apply to all diets, that uh, when I restrict myself from a certain kind of food, that's an area of beer that I can't accomplish. Obviously, health diets are not related to this. The Rebbe has many letters where he says people should stop eating meat for health reasons or listen to their doctor's unique diet advice. When we're talking about fad diets or diets for any other reason, it seems that if my focus isn't making sure that my body stays healthy, it's never going to be a good thing because I'm cutting myself off from a potential source of beer. At the same time, the Rebbe emphasizes in our letter that uh, that the diet itself, the food we eat itself, isn't nearly as important as what we're thinking when we're eating it, our intent. And there he points us right to the Shulchan Aruch and goes on to say that a normal life of a Jew is only lived through Shulchan Aruch. So he takes these. These are not, this is not Musa to the Rebbe. This over here is a din. It's in Shulchan Aruch like a din. And that means that we need to make sure when we eat and drink that we do it with the right intent. And that uh, the only normal life of a Jew is a life lived that way. Uh, I don't know what exactly he's talking about in the second half of the letter where he tells people to keep Shulchan Aruch. 
But given what he's talking about in the first half of the letter, it's not wild to say that the letter is about exactly one topic, which is people, it says in Shulchan Aruch, people need to eat and drink for the right reasons. And when people don't, uh, they're like a fish that's jumped out of the ocean and they're flopping around, just like any other part of the Shulchan Aruch that's not being kept properly. So I did this uh, right before lunch break, which is horrible. So I, I hope none of you enjoy your lunch. And uh, the floor is open, relatively short share, but I think we covered a lot. I feel like I always have to have a comment, but whatever. Um, here's like my only comment is interestingly enough, in the first part of the letter, you would expect that the Rebbe would say, there's two things interesting about this letter. Number one is that he says the purpose of that the purpose of eating should be Liesbari, He doesn't say Liesbari, He doesn't mention Toyra Mitzvah, mention Masam Toyin, which is interesting because that is then applicable to every type of human being, not necessarily to a Yid, even though he references Shulchan Aruch, that, number one. Number two, what's curious to me is why the Rebbe is saying Chaim Normalian, right? The Rebbe could have said, right? The life of a Yid is following Torah Mitzvahs, and if you change it, you're not living the life of a Yid. Where does the Normalian come from? This like normal life. And then he repeats it again. It says, then you're living a life, but it's not a normal life. Why can't you just say, you're not living the life as a Yid? The normal part is just interesting Lushan that, that that I'm thinking maybe there's something deeper here than this person who wrote the letter, that maybe he's, having, not, maybe he's having some issues with being normal. 